0: internet's unhappy about Google Analytics. I guess they're always unhappy about Google Analytics because it's a shitty product, but fucking spe- awful. <laughs> but specifically, they've decided to kill off Universal Analytics, which is what most people use. They're replacing it with GA4, but there is no way to migrate the data from Universal to GA4 And they're also going to be deleting all of the data off of Universal Analytics at some point in the future that they haven't said when.
1: Amazing. (laughs) Absolutely amazing.
0: So the money that we've been paying lobbyists for Google has been paying off because they're making their product. That was crappy to begin with, even worse.
1: It's so, so bad using their software. Like obviously, I knew it was bad. We talk about it being bad. I haven't been into their dashboard in such a long time until you know, recently. And we've, we're trying to dig up old accounts to import data and that sort of thing. It's awful. What, I mean, I, it blows my mind that people use this software.
0: So 85% yes. of, the, of the internet uses Google Analytics as well. Like, it's it's mind boggling.
1: So it's really odd. And GA4 is awful as well. I just don't understand it. Like you know, like there's one thing us talking about the privacy aspect and Google being an advertising company. The software is just yeah, and no, and not only that is it's screw you and your data. We're deleting it. Like why? Yeah, I don't know. They blow my mind. Well,
0: let's talk, uh, let's talk about this. Like, obviously, we don't have an inside scoop with Google, so it's all just conjecture. But it feels like Google has not had a good time with analytics lately, especially around all the privacy loss stuff. Mm-hmm. And it seems like they are no longer interested. Like, it feels like GA4 is just a fuck you to SMBs. Yeah. And it feels per- like it feels purposeful that they're trying to make it as obtuse and useless as possible, which obviously is good for Fathom, but it sucks for like if you've been using Google Analytics for like a decade or more in some cases, right? Like it just feels like such a shitty move and it feels like they're purposefully not wanting to deal with small, medium businesses, bootstrappers, marketers, small agencies, that kind of thing, because it's just not worth it to them.
1: There's speculation. There's been speculation around that, and, and whether yeah, Google just doesn't care about SMBs anymore, and they just they're going like the money is with the enterprise, and yeah, they're having to deal with all these legal headaches, and you know, for good reason. Google just doesn't. I mean, I think I feel like they only recently. I feel like they were trying to say that they don't store IP addresses, or I think it was mm-hmm. Google, and this is like a recent thing. I'm thinking to myself, it's 2022. You should have stopped that years ago. It's just absolutely remarkable, but then they've got things like dealing with EU law. Um, you know, even when the, people are talking about uh, they've drafted new framework ag- agreements. Well, that's all well and good, but unless they actually change the laws in the US, the way it's going to work is uh, well, the way I expect it to work. I suppose I should say is the the framework will get drafted right, so it won't be Privacy Shield. It will be you know maybe Privacy Shield two, and then. Um, Noib will appeal it Max Schrems will take it to court and then we'll probably get the Schrems 3 ruling and it will just be back to square one and so what, what I expect to happen is for um, EU companies British companies to stop using Google completely for legal reasons and just stick with companies where you know, they have solutions like EU isolation where, where I have to say we, which we run across multiple data centres in the EU Just uh, dirt off the shoulder. That's what I think will happen. Because they're honestly managing this complex legal challenge of having to deal with US companies and this constant back and forth. It's just a headache. Mm -hmm. I don't think they're going to do that anymore because it's too much of a legal risk.
0: Yeah. And so this brings me to something that I've been thinking about for a while is why would Google basically give the middle finger to their customers? And I think the reason is that the people who think they're customers of Google Analytics aren't the customers of Google Analytics at all. So they don't care. Like people who install Google Analytics on their sites aren't the customers of Google Analytics because they don't pay Mm -hmm. Google anything. Unless you're the 365 and it's like 150k a year, I'm not talking about those. I'm just talking about the majority of people who have websites that just use Google Analytics for free. Yeah, you are not, and you have never been the customer of Google because the product has always been kind of garbage. Like they, it's evident that they don't care, <laughs> yes. or they would have made it better. Like they have the resources to make good software. They're they're Google, right? So I think, so it's like, okay, so if, if that's the case in, in my little thought experiment, okay, well, then who is the customer of Google Analytics? Because obviously, it's a 365 people, but again, not talking about them, because that's an enterprise level. I think the customer, the true customers of Google Analytics are the people who buy retargeted ads from them, right? Because mm-hmm. if you think about it, Google Analytics is it like, this is really smart and like a Dr. Evil, um, Hank Scorpio Um, kind of way where you offer a thing for free. Most of the internet installs it on their websites. Now you have insights on most of the internet and you can sell ads to people who retarget for if this person visited a site like this, then I want to show them an ad like that. Right? So it feels like, the true customers of Google Analytics all along are the people who buy ads and
1: retargeting ads. Oh, sorry, cuz they used to actually have this all linked to Didn't they used to use the data they collected to help adverts? I feel like I they mean, stopped this but they, they Do used they start do, do they stop that? Have they stopped that? I don't you, know. You have to tick a box or something that that means it won't connect to AdWords. This is just it. The thing about Google is they're very <laughs> opaque with how they do things. Yeah, exactly. You know how we've got our compliance section. It's written by a human and in detail. And we're like illustrations and stuff. You don't, you won't find anything like that with the analytics. So you don't even know what's happening to the data. Because like, I'm going to look at it. I'd love to see it. I'd love to actually read it so I could write a, a takedown of how stupid it is. Because mm-hmm. know, I know it's like, I just, I can't even... Yeah. So I think that you can untick something and it won't feed, it won't connect the products or something. Is
0: that unticked by default? Probably Oh, not. I don't. I don't <laughs> know.
1: They, they've been forced to change too, because people have become more, yeah. and that's just it. People become more aware of it and they're like, what the fuck? They're doing what? Because people don't think about stuff. You know, why would you? You just, mm-hmm. you use stuff. But because people are becoming more aware of it, they're becoming, you know, that's my data. That's my customer's data. I'm not okay with this. Or customers are finding this out. So it may not be the businesses that care. It's the customers. And then you've got, you know, privacy campaigners that say this isn't okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, a lot of people that don't care about privacy don't actually understand the length uh, um, that people go to with stuff. I, I speak to a lot of people that you say, you know, you know you've you written about this, the whole, got nothing to hide. Mm-hmm. They don't understand. It's, it's, a lot of these people are quite naive. I know that's a blanket statement to make, and that's not always the case. Clearly, it's not always the case. Like You can understand it and not care. Are you sure? But a lot of people, I mean, anecdotally speaking, I speak to, they don't know the full extent to what what Facebook does or has done and like the disruption it's caused and, and various other things. So um, I think us becoming aware of this is forcing Google to change, mm-hmm. <laughs> but they're not only willing to change so much because they, you know, it's Google, what?
0: And it's they—they've already planted their flag in how they make billions of dollars a quarter, right? Like, and I think the the other thing too is this has like the the thought experiment that I have is that this has nothing to do with privacy either. Mm-hmm. It's it it has to do with who the customer is. Like, if I'm not the customer of your company, you're not going to listen to me. Right? So, like, if I'm using Google Analytics and I wish that it just worked easily or I wish there was, like, one place to see all of the data, kind of, like, Fathom's dashboard. (laughs) But, like, if if I'm not the customer because you're not making any money off of me, you're not going to listen to me. You're going to do things like Sunset Universal Analytics. You're going to do things like, well, Universal Analytics, also, all the data is going to be deleted at some point in the near future, six months after it gets Sunset or something like that. So... I think when people are thinking about, like, well, should I use this free software or should I use this paid software? I, a part of it, I think, would come down to, well, is the company going to listen to me or people like me? And if it's free, they might not. Right? Like, mm-hmm. is it very, very valid that they're probably not going to listen because you're not the customer? You're not giving them any money. You're not helping their bottom line. Whereas with a company like us, like, all we sell is software to customers. Like our, our business model is 100% tied to people thinking that we're valuable enough t- that they give us money every month to to do their analytics. So the only people we listen to are our customers. We don't have investors to listen to. We don't have advertisers to listen to. Our, our entire business model is 100% tied to individuals and individual companies being okay, well, I think I need to pay for this because it makes sense. And privacy aside, yeah, privacy aside, it's just like, this is just a business model where you as a customer get more voice because you're giving us money.
1: Yeah. Well, and um, we see everything that people say and you're right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, another thing with Google and, and like, yes, it is. Cause uh, yeah, you're not paying them any money. Like what are you going to bring them? Maybe you'll bring them a future yeah, yeah, they're training you and various It's like a long bet, isn't it? Getting exposure to the free customers because they, they don't, as you've said before, they don't give it for free out of the goodness of their heart. Um get the every everyone, not everyone, but analysts treat Google Analytics really seriously. And they'll write these blog posts and they'll write these social media posts and write tutorials and it's about doing all this stuff, evaluation of data. And I feel like I am so detached from it because I look at their posts and I think you do realize that all the data you're collecting isn't accurate because the majority of people are using ad blockers. Even outside of tech, uh, a high percentage of people are using, like obviously lots, lots of people are using Safari, a lot of people using Chrome, but they're using ad blockers, you know, and especially younger people, they understand that they're using, <laughs> they're using ad blockers to block ads on YouTube or something. And then there's <laughs> having um, secondary consequences or secondary effects. And they're super serious about evaluating this data. It's like this data isn't even accurate. Like, it's not, it's it's not, like, sh- sure, I get that you can choose how you measure things, like you can choose, like, we do uniques differently from Google, I get that. But you're missing out a whole bunch of people, and you're talking so seriously about this Google Analytics data. It, it just is weird to me.
0: I also think a lot of the pushback against using anything but Google Analytics is because there's now a, a pretty big industry around Google Analytics with third party, like people who teach Google Analytics courses have a vested interest in keeping Google Analytics going. People uh, who- Integrations too. Yeah, yeah people who do integrations, years. people who teach, because there's so many people who will come in and help you set up Google Analytics and help you build the right reports. Like there's, there's a lot of people who make a living off of Google Analytics being shitty right. and hard to understand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whereas, so like looking in support for the last couple of weeks, I've got- probably three or four emails from people saying like hey are there any consultants any fathom consultants we can hire to help us set it up and I'm like no I'm like we there are zero people who do this and I said I would feel like fathom is a failure if that happens because it means we've created software that's too complicated for an average person to just like set up and start using right away which is how fathom works
1: You know where you know where that might change is you know obviously with the the event changes we've got coming up. A hundred percent, yes, yeah. Like we talked about this years ago, I want to say, but like agency partners and stuff like that. Yeah, and it's a big difference between oh, I'm going to set this up on your site and it's just instantly viewable versus you couldn't do this yourself without spending tons of time. Like someone could, if someone understood JavaScript, they could set up Fathom in a few hours on their site, right? Google Analytics of all the reports and crap. I mean, it's gatekeeping. There's a much higher entry level. I know some of the best developers in the world, and I'm confident that it would take, <laughs> take them ages <laughs> to get uh, Google to work. Versus, I mean, JavaScript is universal. Anyone, even people that don't understand JavaScript can copy a snippet and implement it. Like, they have to understand it a little bit, but not, they don't have to be fluent in JavaScript. I mean, like, I wouldn't say that you are fluent in JavaScript, but you're more than capable yeah. of, you could set up a site, and you're not like an analytics consultant or like a JavaScript yeah. developer. So even then it would just be, okay, here's people that are willing to help you. You don't need to use these people, but you know, you can if you really want that extra help.
0: Yeah, it's more like developer resources. And I think as well that will be offset too as more folks in our community build integrations. Yeah. Right. Like people are building integrations all the time. I think it would be amazing, hint, hint, if somebody built a Shopify <laughs> integration. Oh, to, yeah. But I mean, I think once events, once we launch uh, a few things with events, it's going to be much easier. And then we can look further into that. Um, but I think that it's just, it's interesting to look at the, the market for Google uh, and how Google works. Google Mm -hmm. Analytics works as like a business model versus how we do. Because I was thinking about that a lot. Like we talk about this on our site a lot, how our business model is that we sell software. Google's business model isn't that. And so there's even just like, like you were talking about in the beginning, like there's this, like we have a page on our site that's usefathom.com slash data that goes through. This is every single step that data takes. This is how it's processed. This is what's involved and like facebook would die if they did that google <laughs> yeah. would die if they yes. like i mean that was even like the cambridge analytical lawsuit which i brought up a ton of times is like you do, you just don't know like we can talk about google and what they do with their data but like we don't know nobody knows that's the point is that they, yeah. they don't want that
1: information out there. because Intentionally would- vague. It, yeah. Opaque. They have to be opaque. Yeah. And it's, it makes me laugh because we stress over every single detail, <laughs> right? And we think about, is this right? You know, should we be doing X, Y, Z, and we'll do this and we'll, we'll come to a solution that is right? But even with access logs and the DDoS attacks, because I, you know, how do we keep some kind of log? But like we clearly, it's, it's gross to think about keeping raw access logs. Mm-hmm. whereas uh, big companies and other companies they don't give a fuck Like they'll just track everything, shove it all in it's like okay great, you're an analytics company you're keeping raw access logs you're basically profiling IPs across the internet the more successful you get, the more dangerous you get because the more data you're now keeping people just don't think about that stuff mm-hmm. and it just makes me laugh that you with know, this small company in Canada we're literally stressing these details to make sure that we're not <laughs> uh, keeping too much data and, and that sort of thing And, and big companies don't care
0: well, it. I mean, it again comes back to business model. Like, we want to do the right thing because customers pay us to do the right thing. Mm-hmm. Google does the right thing when they're legislated to do the right thing because they don't <laughs> need to listen to users because they're yes. not customers.
1: Or when public opinion forces them. <laughs> yes. Because they don't care about doing the right thing. They just care about, yeah. The um,
0: Like, they, ba- they have to back into doing the right thing when forced, whereas we… It makes business sense. It's not just because we're moral people, Like obviously that's part of it, but it's because our business is predicated on the fact that people trust us because we care about privacy, because people pay us to care about privacy and to do data right.
1: Yeah. And we've made decisions where it isn't necessarily the most commercially successful because like, we could do a whole bunch of invasive stuff, but we Mm. don't do that. We choose not to do that. So everything's measured by that. And Google Google didn't start off like that. This is an advertising company. So I suppose they have to make decisions that are the best thing for their shareholders, maximize Mm. shareholder profit or um, shareholder value, whatever you want to call it. And, and that's it. And that's all they've, they've le- they're legally obliged to do that. And, you know, I put this up with um, the market, you know, we did the episode with the markup. And I always wonder about how big businesses can even make radical changes in their practices because, like, could they be sued by the shareholders for not, um, what is it? It's un- they can sue them under something where they don't believe that they're, the company's acting in a way that's beneficial to them.
0: Yeah, they have a fiduciary duty to their, share, to their stakeholders and shareholders.
1: Yeah. So I think, well, how can radical change happen? You know, I gave the example, Amazon, um, Amazon workers or the warehouse workers, where you read about certain inhumane conditions. Mm-hmm. I always think to myself, well, if I was running that company, you could still make a ton of money whilst making compromises. Uh, okay, it's funny. Yeah, a compromise is having your employees healthy and, and not um, mm-hmm. not having to be in
0: fucking bottles.
1: <laughs> I guess a, comp- a compromise to share maximum shareholder value would be treating your employees better, right? Yeah. Why could, are they? do they just choose not to do that? Or is it a case that they couldn't do that because they'd be sued because that then reduces shareholder value? I just don't fully understand. I don't fully understand it. I don't
0: know. Yeah. I mean the the board could, they 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 take less um, gross profits and then the board has a, a vote for um, incompetence for the CEO or something yeah. like that. Like they get removed because they do something that makes sense social. And I mean I think that's why things like B Corps are starting to mm-hmm. become more prevalent. Because, Can because tell us what a
1: B Corp is, please.
0: Um do-gooder companies, <laughs> do a basically company? A, a company that has uh, a duty to protect. I think it's like people, profit, and planet. So like, there, there's some social aspect to it. There's an environmental aspect to it. Um, and they there are standards set for these companies where they have to do the right thing, not just for the shareholders, but for more than that, like for the communities that they exist in, the employees that they have, the environment that they're part of kind of thing. But even that, like we looked into that for Fathom, and it's just it's
1: so much work for a small company. And we probably do the majority of stuff anyway. exactly. Yeah. Oh, it's not like probably like one percent for the planet where you have to submit a bunch of stuff versus yeah. just <laughs> ticking a box in Stripe, and it automatically just takes it. Right.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's that's one of the best features that Stripe has is their their climate program, where you literally, like Jack said, you check out you a button, and you say donate 1% of gross rev to um, carbon capture or more than 1%. So I think that's a great feature.
1: Yeah, no, I like that for sure. Yeah, so I I don't know if big companies will go this way. I feel like there's a demand for it, demand for change. And I don't think you even need to be, uh, you know, you, you know, you don't need to be so extremely, I can't think of the way to describe this, Re, normal people are starting to move Like we've always had the fringes right mm-hmm. like the people that demand it and you kind of you maybe look at them and say like because they're their they're political views or they're just a bit too kind of on the fringe right i'm finding that it's bleeding into what i'd call the normal i guess maybe i don't know if you call it the center it concerns about people actually running a good company are starting to bleed into the mainstream there you go it's Mm -hmm. we've always had people that are on the fringe and they weren't mainstream i I wasn't calling them abnormal sorry to anyone listening if Hmm. you're calling you abnormal but they're on the fringe they're on they're in a different area i find that this is bleeding more into the mainstream there's more awareness happening and i don't know if capitalism is going to stay where it's just profit above humanity and you know they talk about the hiring crisis and it's there's not a, there's not um a, sorry hiring um, shortage there's not a shortage of people that want to work there's a shortage of people that are willing to work shitty jobs Yep. and i i don't like the idea that it has to be the government solving and maybe i'm living in a dream world but like the government shouldn't have to put in place a minimum wage that you should you should want to find ways to treat your employees better okay like just it kind of maybe i'm a fucking hippie now i don't feel like i'm a hippie i feel yeah. like i'm i feel like i'm like <laughs> everything's the, happening
0: that's the title of the episode maybe i'm a fucking hippie now like
1: <laughs> you know politically i don't feel like i'm i'm not intentionally center but i feel i very feel center very often and i just with regards to this topic i feel like it doesn't why would you want your employees to have to suffer to have to worry about how much money they're making and surely these people that are helping you build your business you want them to have a good life or are they just numbers to you are they just a cog in the process you couldn't give a fuck about them um i just i hope and i i don't know if it's because i'm hoping it that i'm feeling like it's happening but i I do hope that that changes and I, i hope that we're doing a part and even how we're communicating with how we run our business that that might change things you know, for other businesses, <laughs> you know, have a small, yeah. a tiny impact on someone in is maybe, I don't know, like 16 years old listening to this podcast and they're going to be the next Jeff Bezos. And, and they're perhaps thinking how they might run their business differently. Cause maybe cause they heard the podcast and we're just talking about it, even though me and you don't have the answer to everything. Mm-hmm. We're just talking about it because fuck you, know, you've got to treat people you work with good. You've got to be fair with them. You know, have the tough conversations. Don't be a dickhead. Um, yeah, I feel like Amazon always gets me, dude. Like, I I buy off Amazon, but it really just it does bother me. Mm-hmm. Um, I just wish they do better. I really do.
0: Well, I think it's all like I I think the the problem is uh, well, there's several problems. I think one of the problems is that there really isn't a free market. Like that's that's been a fallacy sen- because <laughs> lobbying exists. Like it just yeah, it's yeah. just not it's just not the case. And and subsidies in in some businesses or in some industries exists. And so, it, it's not a free market. Like, it just, it's not. And the other thing is, like, people keep complaining about, like, oh, inflation is going up, like, yeah. uh, gas prices are going up. And it's like, but so are record profits for the top companies. Oh, I know. I know. So... I mean, like, I, I agree, like, as much as I don't like, as much as the libertarian aspect of my brain is like, fuck, the government shouldn't be involved in, in free market. It's like, well, hmm. there, if there isn't a free market, then should they be involved? Because there isn't.
1: <laughs> so No, yeah, no, you're right. Yeah, 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 you're right. Because there's not, at, at that scale, or these big companies, it's not It's not a um, open to competition. Like Amazon can put someone out of business, that's not a free market. Mm-hmm. That's why I said before. I said I think it borderlines on communism, which I'm obviously you know I'm not a fan of communism, but I'm also not a fan of capitalism to the point where it feels like communism. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, should the government get involved at some point? <sighs> yeah, I don't know. we I,
0: we we were just part of that antitrust day <laughs> with DuckDuck Duck, with oh, our yes. friends at DuckDuckGo and a couple other businesses.
1: Sometimes the government has to get involved, doesn't it? It's, yeah, it's so hard. I don't think the government should be involved in everything, but I think that at some point the government, but again, we're humans and like, should I stop buying from Amazon? I always think about that. And it's like, okay, mm-hmm. Amazon's really going to miss my, you know, tiny amount of money. It has to be at mass scale. I like the idea that someone can disrupt it by doing things a different way. I really like that. I think, is it Gravity Payments? The guy that, <laughs> I think he gets called a, a communist in America, but he, he increased the salary for his employees. I've, I've seen some stuff that this person said. I, I recognize it because he has certain, he has distinctive hair. And I don't agree with a lot of the stuff he says. I don't agree with everything. You know, I, I'm I'm mixed. But I like what he's doing. I like that he's putting his employees first. And I think people calling him a communist because he's doing that, like, fuck you, you know? Yeah. Ima- imagine caring about your employees. Imagine that. Imagine not just seeing them as a cog. I just, I have this hope that human first businesses becomes more of a trend. And I feel like, my generation cares about that, but I don't know. I might just be being hopeful. My
0: generation doesn't care about. I'm Gen X. We don't care about anything. Yeah, no, for sure.
1: <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I think
0: that that's it. Just it. It's weird that we're at a place now where it's like companies have to be told or forced to care about people.
1: <laughs> it's just it just <laughs> it boggles my mind that this is that this is a thing. How can I get the most out of someone else? How can I? get extract the most value whilst paying them as little as possible it's kind of like almost like a, a psychopath trait in a way but then i suppose ah or is it sociopath no they've said to be a ceo that the top performing ceos have got certain uh, traits and it's it's always men cuz they like like these men that are just you know determined to um they're kind of like sociopaths. Like Jeff Bezos is not like, I, like if I talk to Jeff Bezos, I don't think I'd find him normal or find him uh, reasonable or rational. He's absolutely great, great uh, business builder because he doesn't give a fuck about the low-end employees, um, evidently. He's obviously got some traits and I actually watched him on a video. It was, uh, who was it? It was that magician, David, David Blaine? He was doing some magic with him. And, he, and Jeff Bezos just seemed odd, you know? you know, you can talk to someone, and they just seem odd. Like you talk to most people and they seem you know, normal and you have a conversation with them and they've got values. And you talk to people that are just so far removed from reality and they're just odd. And Bezos just felt really odd. And I just maybe can't even imagine him. Well, he's not even involved, is he anymore? He's not even the CEO, but no. I guess I couldn't imagine him changing things so hey maybe it's just an awareness thing we all need to be talking about this and trying to lead lead the change what do they they say what's that is that quote i don't know where yeah i hope it's not from a fucking political campaign but i do like that um i think um, it
0: was gandhi who said be the change you want to see in the world i'm okay with that okay
1: yeah (laughs) so more of that please people more of that all right we we solved it so (laughs) thanks for (laughs) (laughs) listening thanks for listening (laughs)